What's up and welcome into a fresh Locked On Bulls on Monday, October 4th. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. Up ahead on today's program, we got some great thoughts from Zach Levine and Billy Donovan following last Friday's training camp practice about Billy's style and their building relationship. We'll talk about that and then wrap up the show with a look ahead to tomorrow night's preseason opener. Bulls Cavs is 24 hours away. That's all ahead on Locked On Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome into Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big Dave Watson at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. You can follow us at Locked On Bulls. Shoot us an email, LockedOnBulls at gmail.com, and that text to voicemail line is also there for you at 331-979-1369. Thanks for making Locked On Bulls listen every day and we are free and available wherever you get your podcast as well as that youtube channel uh big dave first mm-hmm. first and foremost congratulations to you to me to bears fans everywhere bears get a much needed win justin fields looks good and a quick plug i heard that uh you joined our our colleague lauren cox on an episode of lockdown bears recently yes uh i joined him on the show and infected him with just heavy doses of me and <laughs> now you know once you get heavy doses of me it doesn't mean i'm leaving ever again so <laughs> so lauren so you are now nice. also his new co-host yeah exactly <laughs> like so lord lord yeah i had a great time man i love talking bears um i i got to get some stuff off my chest it felt good uh to actually just speak and yell and but you know but still talk about an actual win, but not really a win, but a win, you know? So, and then, you know, just hate on Matt Nagy for, you know, being an egotistical, silly person. And yeah, it was great though. But Lauren was awesome. I really do like that show. And I'm, you know, was thankful he had me on. Check it out. Locked on bears with Lauren Cox. Also, if you are a white Sox fan, check out locked on white Sox with Chris Hill and her Lawrence having you with all of that coverage is the white Sox get ready for a playoff push. People, mm-hmm. people talk a World Series on the South Side, Dave. I hope so. Saying it loud and clear. Keep talking it. I want to hear it, baby. <laughs> I'm excited. It's postseason baseball, man. I'm excited. Meanwhile, the Bulls have their first preseason game tomorrow night against the Cleveland Cavaliers and some familiar faces. We'll talk about that in a little while. First, though, Dave, um, I really enjoyed this column we got from NBC Sports Chicago's insider Casey Johnson on Friday afternoon following the team's Friday practice. And it's basically just a lot of talk from Zach Levine and from Billy Donovan about their building relationship and and Billy Donovan's coaching style. I mean, uh, let's just start with this. When you read this, what was the first thing that came to your mind when it, ta- when it comes to our our best player and our coach entering his second season? First thing that came to my mind, Matt, was ah. <laughs> like that was it. Uh, it was a sigh of relief, a breath of fresh air, just hearing how Zach Levine was speaking about him and just how glowingly he was speaking about him. Just, I don't need any more confirmation that Zach is going to be here, but that was more confirmation for me that Zach Levine will be here uh, beyond um, 
uh, next season and things like that. So it was that kind of thing. Um, the other thing, Matt, it just I just couldn't help but sit and reminisce of where we used to be and what we used to be and what Zach has had to go through with the coaches that he's had, you know, with the incompetency, with the lack of IQ, with with guys just not being honest. Because Zach continually said in there how straight up he is. He's like, I'm a straight up dude. You say it to me, you know what I mean? I'm be straight up with me, I'll be straight up with you. I love people like that because that's how I am. I love being just honest and straight up. But it's also a way that you have to speak to people when you're being honest and straight up, especially grown-ass men when you're being honest and straight up with them. And Zach is basically saying Billy knows how to come at us and and speak to us in that kind of way. This is what <laughs> this is what got me the most, Matt. It was when Billy Donovan was speaking about it, and he said, "These guys are pros. They're veterans, especially the guys we've got now on our team." You know exactly where my brain went. <laughs> you know just where my brain went. Was talking about that ball-headed idiot when he was talking that stuff. You know, rain, training to, you know, roll for the children, whatever he said. You know, and he's talking about these are men. You know what I'm saying? It's still like that. No, he's like, these are pros. My, my job <laughs> is to prepare the child for the road, not the road for the child. And these guys are men. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> my brain went straight there, man. <laughs> look at that. Look at what's, it's, it's still ridiculous. Yes. Yes, it's still this ridiculous. The yes. first time I said it to myself in a long time, I just remember how <laughs> freaking hilarious that is. I love that we were all together when we first heard it. I do love that. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were all like, what? <laughs> but it just reminded me of that. It, it just took my head to that. And then now I got this guy, Billy Donovan, in, and he's like, these guys are pros. <laughs> like right. They're veterans. They right. got nothing to do with preparing children for roads. You know what I'm saying? They got nothing to do with anything like that. These are basketball players and men, and he talked about investing time in them, getting to know them because you invest time. He said right. that's not going to be – it's going to be devoid of arguments and yelling. He's like, I'm sure there will be raised voices in that way. But at the same time, we'll talk, and we'll talk it through. You know, we know how to right. speak to people. You know what I'm saying? So the direct communication – uh, is key and that's really what i got out of this whole thing of why it works so well between those guys yeah and, and clearly zach levine knows and appreciates that about billy donovan uh because as as you were saying with zach's comments referring to him being a straight up guy here is zach's full thought on that quote i'm a straight up guy and he donovan has been straight up with me good bad ugly pretty whatever word you want to put on it we talk every day we talk about the offense and defense and when somebody cares for you you can tell. Zach continues, I've had a way of feeling out a bunch of different coaches in my career, and I can tell when somebody isn't real with you just from experiences. Billy's a great guy. Everybody's a grown man, and nobody wants to be talked down to. He comes about it the right way, and it's all from a place of putting the team first and trying to get you better. You can't do anything but respect somebody that comes at you that way. Mm. So that's Zach saying... That Billy Donovan saying, as you, you read his quote, these guys are pros. Zach appreciates the fact that Billy Donovan treats them like pros and yes. not key key phrase there. Another one that made us think of this team's former head coach talked down to. Correct. I have to treat you like children. Mm -hmm. I am going to scold you and discipline you like children. Mm -hmm. I'm going to. You know, I'm going to bench our entire starting unit two minutes into the third quarter in this game that we're losing by a historically 
bad amount of points to prove a point because I'm te- uh, because I'm treating you like children. I think Zach has quickly learned just how much happier he is being coached by Billy Donovan than by his former coach. Like, I love how Billy Donovan also said this. I think sometimes the words, because this is just also in, in, in correlation to you talking about the ball-headed menace. I think sometimes words like discipline and accountability have such a negative connotation. Yeah, I wonder, you, you know how that became a negative connotation here. <laughs> because there was definitely somebody mm-hmm. who used that word accountability all the time to the point I started hating it. Right. And he said, and it, and it's not negative at all, is what Donovan said. I think the accountability piece is a standard that everybody has agreed to try to live up to myself as a coach. <laughs> Hello? And he finished the quote saying, and what you want to do when you're not meeting it. He put himself in it. <laughs> right. He said, it's not just those guys. It's also me. That's where the accountability starts. He's not just lip servicing the accountability, Matt. He's not saying we got to hold everybody accountable and things like that. You say, well, you see what he didn't do? I didn't, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. I'm the coach. I'm okay. Yeah. You know, it wasn't me. Did you see what he didn't do, though? That guy didn't know how to play. We're going to make him run laps. And he can't go to the max with Lisa Turtle the other tomorrow because of that. <laughs> I'm tired of the dude, man. <laughs> so- <laughs> and, you know, we even saw that last year in Billy Donovan's first year which was a challenging year for Billy where he was, he inherited a new roster and then that roster continued to fluctuate and change while he was enduring his first year on the job, not to mention all the craziness of the NBA's 2021 season and dealing with the COVID protocols and everything that came along with that. And there were so many nights when, you know, you and John and myself would be talking on outcast after a game where the bulls lost in in a disappointing game that maybe they could have and should have won. And Donovan always looked at himself first. What could I have done better tonight? What could I have done to help my guys tonight to make this a W instead of an L? And that is something we never, ever heard from you-know-who, who only got mad and defensive when the media or his players dared to question his strategies yes. and philosophies that straight up weren't working. Yes. yes. World of difference. World of difference. And it it's definitely something that Bulls fans can be can be thankful for and, and optimistic about there's there's more to break down here we will get to more of these thoughts from billy and zach about their relationship in just a minute first though i want to tell y'all it is almost time maybe you haven't done your draft or you're getting ready if you play fantasy basketball well you should play it at a specific site with this specific app it's called the sleeper app and in 2018 the fantasy sports experts at sleeper realized the fantasy basketball was broken Games were being won and lost based on whose players had more games scheduled that week. That's dumb. doesn't work. It, it, it takes all the strategy out of it. It just makes it luck and randomness. It made no sense and required very little strategy. So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick, and it's only available on Sleeper. In Game Pick, owners pick a single game per week for each starter on their roster to count towards their team's total score, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. The days of losing because your opponent's players simply had more games that week than your players did are over. Mindless days of busy work are over. The days of giving up halfway through your season because of that dumb busy work, also over. In game picks, you make one game pick per week for each player based on things like player matchups, home versus away, opponents' defensive rankings, pace of play, and more. All of that adds up to more strategy and less busy work. So if you're good at fantasy basketball, you'll win more. Whether you prefer redraft, 
Keeper, or Dynasty Leagues, Game Picks has you covered. Sleeper Crack, the fantasy football code, everybody. And if you play fantasy football, if you prefer building out a weekly strategy, a weekly roster instead of a daily one with all that busy work, you're going to love Game Picks. So download that Sleeper app today and start a league with your friends. You will not be disappointed. You know what, guys? I'm going to keep this simple for you today. I'm going to keep it very simple because this is just simple and easy to me. I know you don't want to sit there and have 8 million devices in your hand. I know you don't want to sit there and be looking at your phone, looking at at your tablet, and looking at your TV, trying to watch everything that you love. You're tired of doing that. Very simple way to get rid of that. Very simple way to deal with that, guys. It's called Direct TV Stream. It will bring you all of your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your sports, your movies, and your shows all in one place. It's beautiful. That means no more juggling of remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. You don't have to worry about your neighbors and if you can steal their password so you can go ahead and log into their stuff and then you can watch your shows on your 16th device because you're tired of doing that. I know you're sick of it, man. Direct TV stream is the end of all this. You get rid of all that clutter. You get rid of all that confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV stream. You, now, you want to know about this? Let me tell you. You can learn more, guys, at directtv.com. That is directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, moving along uh, in this uh, really interesting uh, deep dive on, on Zach and, and Billy's relationship and, and, and Billy's coaching philosophy, um, Here's another one that I thought from Donovan that was interesting, Dave. I believe my responsibility as a coach is to be direct and honest as I possibly can. And sometimes those conversations can be uncomfortable, but I think that's my job. I think there's a way to do that in a dignified way or in a professional way out of respect to what these guys do. I want them to be the best players they can be. I want them to be able to talk to me about areas I can be better to help the team. I think that's healthy. I think you do that with your friends and people you care about and relationships that you have. Listen, if we're all working together, we all got to be honest with each mm. other. Mm. Uh, mm. So much of that just screams like, wow. We, we've always heard about Billy Donovan being a player's coach, even going back to his days at Florida. Like, yeah. Most all, most or all accounts of people who have been coached by Billy Donovan say they love Billy Donovan and the way he operates because he skates that line very well of holding his players accountable while also making them know that it comes from a place of him caring about them, wanting to help them get better and wanting to help them succeed. And it is not an easy line to skate. A lot of coaches struggle with that. And now, yeah. especially, that will be an interesting element to this upcoming season, I think, Dave, when everything's, you know, peachy keen right now in the training camp and Zach's happy to have more help and et cetera, et cetera. Will egos become a problem at some point this season? And how will Donovan go about handling it? Because he certainly has experience trying to juggle that, whether it was Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Carmelo Anthony. He's got experience in that arena. He definitely has, man. And you, the first name you said when you said that about dealing with that kind of stuff is Russell Westbrook because we know how West, Russell Westbrook was. Um, he might not be the way now with L.A. because, you know, so many pieces on their team that everybody's kind of got to touch the ball. But before he was like, nope, I got it. I'm doing it. It's mine. 
And I have no problem with that because look what you got <laughs> when he did that. Okay. So I have no issue, but I think it's also maybe because a guy like Russell Westbrook is a guy, you know, you kind of got to be for real with it straight up with and Billy Donovan being his coach, the best seasons of Russell Westbrook's career were under Billy Donovan. Like that's just what it is. He, the the MVP mm-hmm. trophy he's walking around with <laughs> is under Billy Donovan. Okay. That's, that's how that goes. So, but I, I find it very amazing, Matt, because you said a great point. Um, a guy's trying to find that happy medium of, you know, trying to be honest with their players but not put throwing them under the bus at the same time. Billy, because you see coaches struggle with that during press conferences. Um, mm-hmm. Some coaches just don't know how to not berate their players, and some just don't know how to not overpraise them. You know what I'm saying? Or And, it, and it, to a point where it turns into being phony, where you just know that – Right. They're just being straight up phony about, you know, what they say. We saw the game. He missed 85 shots. You know what I mean? And they're like, well, you know, it's not all on him. You know, it's all on right. him. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is kind of on him, dad, buddy. So, Billy, the great coaches know how to blur that. Uh, Popovich is definitely one of those coaches that comes to mind. Uh, Phil Jackson, another one of those coaches that comes to mind. Uh, Pat Riley, you know what I mean? Notice I'm naming all coaches who are, who are winners, by the way. Right. They, yeah. they know how to do that. That's what comes to mind. Billy Donovan does that because we watched it last year a lot, Matt. There was a lot he could have ter- ter- teared into uh, players about in the media, and he never did it. But he never right. shied away from telling you what the problem was. But it always started with him. Mm-hmm. It always started with him, man. And that was his first losing season. So I was wondering how he would be uh, reacting to stuff like this, man. This was the first season he's been in the NBA where he had a losing season. And I'm I don't know how it would have affected him. And it didn't affect him any differently. He looked the same. Matter of fact, I thought he became more of a teacher. You know what I'm saying? More of a protector of these guys because he was like, no, these guys are young. They're still learning, you know, and and I've got to do a better job of getting them ready. And I've got to do a better job of teaching them. And I I have to do that. It's the only time we would hear I from Billy Donovan was when he was talking about how he has to get better to make sure these guys are better and ready to play. That will do nothing but carry over into this season when you've got all this new great talent. And as you mentioned, you've got these, you've got new guys who, you know, of course are going to have egos and things like that. But I think it will all blend together well, uh, specifically because of what Billy Donovan's done in his past, but especially of him having to deal with the type of losing that he dealt with last year. He kind of knows now, like, okay, I get it. I don't like this place. I don't ever want to go back here. Zach, I know you don't want to be here no more. Right. Come with me. Let's go do this right. You know, I know how to talk to these guys and we'll do it right, man. Be straight up. It's about the relationships and he cares about these players, man. And it's evident. Yeah. And and I really like that, you know, when it comes to relationships and potentially managing egos of, of some of the veterans, guys that are making more money, guys that, you know, are expecting to get so many shots tonight and that kind of stuff. Billy Donovan kind of turns the, the answer to that question into thoughts about leadership which I really thought was was smart from him because yeah. he, he had a question in, in this report about, you know, whether players like Zach and DeMar and whatnot, star players, should be treated differently. Um, and, and this is Donovan's response to that. He said, quote, I think everybody is treated fairly, but it may not necessarily always be equal. For someone like DeMar, who's made deep playoff runs in Toronto, has been in San Antonio and has a lot of different experiences as a player, hey, what can I learn from him? And a lot of times it may be me doing the same thing with DeMar 
with Kobe White and Patrick Williams. Damar, mm-hmm. I need you to spend time with these guys on A, B, and C. I need you to talk to them about your experiences. And Damar is great at that kind of stuff. So is Zach, and so is Vooch. Wow. To me, that is a that is a big key difference to – and a great example is Thad Young under Jim Boylan versus the Thad Young we saw under Billy Donovan last year. Yeah. One was a veteran who was completely disengaged, pissed off about his role, and really, you know, he showed up, but that's about it. He showed up. He wasn't happy. And he, if it's a veteran who's asking to, who's being asked to do those extra mile kind of things with on a team with a lot of younger guys, being a role, a role model and a mentor, being a leader, being a teacher on the floor, being an extended arm of Billy Donovan and his staff. If, if you're a player who's buying in and appreciates and respects your coach, that delineation and delegation of leadership can be effective. There is a break in that road if those veterans aren't buying the shit that your coach is shoveling. And that is a big and important difference, I think. And Matt, and that's, wow, that's so key. Um, One thing he said in here that, that really stuck out to me that I thought was important. And it was very minor, but I found it very important. Well, he says, but to me, the film and the game has never, ever been personal. It's just not. It's just we all have a job to do and a responsibility to each other. That let me know one thing, Matt, that when he's in that session with them dudes, he's telling them the truth about what he's seeing on the floor. He's not talking to the media about it. He's not berating the media about it. But behind them closed doors, when the film comes on, yo, you fucking up. You know what I mean? I don't mean to curse. Excuse me. But, but you messing up. Man. You know what I'm saying? You screwing up is what I knew I wanted to say. You're screwing up yeah. bad right here. And it makes me think of what we do uh, here on this podcast and what a lot of other great podcasters do and a lot of other guys in media do is nobody's critiquing anybody as a person. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's critiquing anybody personally or anything like that. We're all just talking about the game, and it never goes beyond the game. And that's what it is about, is the game. So when Billy... I thought we were talking about practice, not a game. Not a game. (laughs) Not a game. Practice. So when Billy says that stuff, it's very key, Matt, and I feel that's also a key component of why he develops these relationships with these players. Because he, one, he of course he wants to get to know them as, as people, but two, he also needs to know how to approach them when, when they need to know how to be disciplined, when they need to know how to be held accountable. You can't approach everybody the same way. Some guys you can yell at and get it. Some guys you got to talk a little softer to to get it. But the goal is the same, and that's to make the team better and make it better like that, man. So I, I thought that, for me, that, that truly stood out and, and was really important when I looked at it. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's a really good point. Uh, Okay. We also want to talk about the fact that the Bulls have a preseason game tomorrow night against our division rivals, the Cleveland Cavaliers. We'll do that in just one minute. But first, Big Dave, you and I were watching the Bears together on Hot Mike yesterday. I mentioned to you that my halftime pick-me-up snack was a delicious Bilt Bar. Can you tell the people, if they haven't figured out how good Bilt Bars are yet, how to get them and how good they are? 
you know what, Built Bars, I, again, like I talked to you about the great Direct TV, it's hard for me to even talk long and hard about Built Bar. You know how they roll. You know how good it is. You hear Matt raving about it all the time. I, when I was on Locked on Bears, my man Lauren was raving about it all the time. He's like, dude, it's cookie dough covered in chocolate. Oh, my God. It's amazing. It's great. You get your, all your flavors you got. You got coconut. You got the cherry barcia. You got your raspberry. You got your mint brownie. You got your strawberry. You got your orange. You got the cookies and cream, man. They got it all for you. Here's the kicker, guys. It looks like a, it looks like it can have a bunch of sugar in it. It looks like it can rot out your teeth. It looks like it, it's just bad for you. It is not. It is awesome for you. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Come on, man. This is crazy. This is wonderful. And this is Built Bar. If you order it today, y'all, you get that special flavor of the month, y'all. It's that mint marshmallow. You know you Ooh. want it because it's Halloween time. Ooh. You want to get down with that. You know you do. And if you don't have to take Matt's a wonderful word for it, you can just go ahead and look who the Built Bar is the official sponsor of. And guess what? It's the official protein bar of the U. S track and field team. Whew. Come on, y'all. They're not going to eat it if it's going to mess them up. They're going to eat it if it's right and delicious. So get down with it, man. Go to built.com. Use that promo code LOCKED15 and you will get 15% off of your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 only at built.com. All right, here we are, Big Dave. It's our first game preview. Of the 21-22 NBA Chicago Bulls season. And yes, it is preseason, but it's Bulls basketball. Cannot wait for this. And obviously, the big question on everyone's minds, Big Dave, is he might be ready by the start of the regular season. But second-year power forward Patrick Williams, probably not playing in preseason, definitely not playing tomorrow night. So who will play in that starting lineup with the foursome of Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, uh, DeMar DeRozan, and Vooch. You know those four are your four of your starting five. Will we get our first clues into if P-Dub is not ready for the start of the regular season, where might Billy Donovan go? Um, and this is from our, our pal Rob Schaefer, who after practice Friday got these thoughts from Donovan. Um, he said that without Patrick Williams, they've tried a bunch of guys with Lonzo, Zach, Tamar, and Vooch in practice. Derek Jones Jr., Alex Caruso, Troy Brown Jr., Javante Green also mentioned Stanley Johnson. Um, and Billy also mentioned staggering minutes being a part of the consideration and still deliberating. The one constant, of course, per Donovan, uh, and this is a Rob Schaefer tweet, quote, you're probably going to be dealing with an undersized power forward. That's what you're really going to be dealing with. So a lot of us have been thinking about this, Big Dave. We've talked about yeah, it on this podcast yeah. uh, as soon as Patrick Williams got hurt. The I, the, the concept of shifting DeMar DeRozan to that four spot because he played a lot of small ball four with the Spurs last season, well over uh, well over 50% of his minutes with the Spurs last season. I believe even somewhere in the range of like 70% of his minutes, he played at the technically the four so, of those names we just listed, is there one that you want to see be the one to, you know, when the ball is thrown, tip off, out there with those four other guys? Is there one that you think, let's try this guy first because I think he might be the answer? Um, 
wording it like that, I'll say yes. Because um, in my head, I, I don't really care because it's preseason. So I, I want them to try every single thing. There's like no problem. Right. But wording it as you said it, yes. Uh, and that's Derek Jones Jr. I um, thought that was going to be your answer. <laughs> that was that was the guy. That was the guy I I, I said when this happened. I was like, I want. I think Derek Jones Jr. Is, is the one. He's the fit. He feels like the fit to me. Um, mm-hmm. But preseason basketball is about trying out things and getting getting wild and weird. And I'm all about it. So I want to get wild and weird. Put Demar there, cool. Caruso run their lives with Caruso, great. All of that is awesome to me. But I really do want to see Derek Jones Jr. What it looks like um, with this lineup, man. Uh, just because of the length and the athleticism and and the guy and the way they want to play on the offensive end. I'm really thinking offense because it's preseason. And I just want to see some awesome transition alley-oop dunks. And and I'm ready and excited to see stuff like that. So, yeah. And he's a veteran. You know, he's been in the league. You know, this would be his, what, third team? And mm-hmm. he's, he's, had, he's been solid on all those teams that he's been on. He kind of knows how to fit, you know, in those places. He never – you never see him in the way. It's the best way I can right. say it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You never just like, dude, why – no, you're out of position. Get over here. You know, I never feel that way. I'm like, he's always comes out of nowhere for the tip dunk. You're like, oh, snap, where'd he come from? And yeah, so I, I like Derrick Jones Jr. for my preseason uh, starter tomorrow. Yeah, I, I think he makes a lot of sense. And for one reason in particular, and you mentioned it, it's length. If Donovan's talking about having to deal with an undersized four and the fact that, you know, when it comes to rim protectors, Vooch isn't known for his, you know, defensive capabilities as a center. So, your hope was that Patrick Williams, even himself, some might say, is an undersized four. Not really, you know, so much so these days in the NBA when power forwards are getting smaller and smaller and they're more like wings that just play the yeah. four. But Williams' abilities on the defensive end to kind of mask and help some of the ways in which Vooch might struggle uh, as an interior defender. If you If you don't have that, then get as much length out there as you can to try to make up for that in some other way. And I think that Derek Jones Jr. with his length and his defensive ability would probably be an answer that Billy Donovan wants to at least try as a potential answer um, with this contingency plan of not having Patrick Williams ready. The other one that I think is kind of an interesting wild card is Javante Green. Mm. Now, he came over from Boston with Tice. They let Tice go in that side of trade to Houston, but they kept Javante Green here. Mm. there there's got to be a reason for that and I think that while it was a small sample size I want to say he played around 130 minutes total in like 15 appearances for the Bulls last season Mm. I think that Arturis and Eversley and Donovan really appreciated and were impressed by what he did on the defensive end and when you are thinking about this Bulls team in a way of look we can score points on points on points on points can we get stops can we create some turnovers so that all of these amazing, you know, transition fast break athletes that we have and Lonzo's passing ability in the transition game in the open court, we need to generate the turnovers for that to be a part of our offense and our offensive strength. Javante Green could be a wild card to help them create those fast break and transition opportunities because I think he's one of the most, um, active defensive players that this roster has right now yeah i don't and it's also matt it's not just what he did on on the uh on that defensive end it's also the energy that he brings to uh to the to that lineup on both ends like when he comes in you know it (laughs) like who's in that game 
you know he's in the game, man. He's making something happen. And also, he is athletic, all right? We watched him catch oops and things like that and make incredible uh, reverse layups and things like that. Like, he is definitely athletic. He plays beyond his size. Like, when I found out his size, I was like, wait, what? No, he's not. (laughs) I was like, get out of here. He plays bigger than that. And so I like that about him, man. He plays bigger than that, and he has that motor, you know what I'm saying, that you just love. That's always going, man. And you need those kind of guys on the team. So that's that's a good point too, Matt. And another guy I really do want to see oh, is, is Troy Brown Jr. He's the yep. other guy I want to see. Because uh, yep. I think Bulls fans definitely um, think highly, very highly of Troy Brown Jr., and rightfully so. Uh, we just saw the injuries kind of get in the way. But he also fits the mold, you know what I'm saying, as far as those wings that they like, you know, with his depth and his length and the fact that he's good on both ends. Like, that's kind of how we saw him when he was here. Like, oh, no, he's solid on offense, and he was very, very solid on defense. So, mm-hmm. yeah, i like to see what he does because he's going to be playing for time, man, because they're crowded right at that wing position. Even with Patrick Williams, you know what I'm saying, out, it's still a log jam right there at that position of uh, being a wing, you know, playing that three and that four. So it, he's got to get out there, man, and, and show Bulls fans what we already saw last year and just show us more of it because we do, we definitely want to see him on the court more. Right. And then the other two uh, names to mention quickly, and Donovan, uh, per that uh, Rob Schaefer tweet, did mention one of the two is the, is is Johnson and Johnson, Stanley and Alize. Mm-hmm. Um, he mentioned Stanley Johnson, and you know I, I think there's maybe a, a larger body of work uh, to to look at what Stanley Johnson has done and how he might help this team fit in to some three or even four guard lineups. Because I see Stanley Johnson as kind of like a combo, like shooting guard, small forward kind of position. Um, but the other Johnson, I think, is the one that is more intriguing to me, and that's Alizé Johnson. When Billy Donovan is saying things like, yeah, we're we're going to be undersized. Like, <laughs> if B-Wheel's out, we're just going to be under. Alizé Johnson is one of the few guys kicking around that, you know, we're not expecting Marco uh, to, to be heavily featured at like when it comes to like regular season minutes. We think he right. this is kind of a development year for him, similar to Io Desumu. What what can Alizé Johnson do and can he do things that are perhaps a little bit more diverse than just the standard backup big like mop up uh, minutes mm-hmm. that, that you're going to see from Tony Bradley when Vooch needs a breather? So I'm very curious to see. Yes, I want to see what Derek Jones Jr. looks like. I want to see what Javante and Torreon Jr. looks like. I also want to see what what Alizé Johnson looks like. And basically, the the answer is Billy Donovan's got a lot of different stuff to try. He's got a handful of preseason games to try them and try them all. The really curious thing is what, what are the first couple that he's going to try in their first preseason game? Because he's got to have have some method the order in which he tries a bunch of different lineup possibilities yeah so what you're saying is he has a built bar lineup like he's got just a bunch of things that he could try he could use man he has a built bar lineup lock 15 built built built.com um but i do want to ask let me ask you something though matt because this is curious to me so you know the bulls are playing cleveland so i have two questions for you what's your over under on how many points lowry scores and what's your over under on how many shots Denzel Valentine takes? <laughs> well, well, that's 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 the second one is tough to guess, okay. not knowing how many minutes Denzel's going to play. So I'll say this: if Den is if Denzel gets fifteen minutes off the bench, mm-hmm. I'll put the over under on his number of shot attempts at fifteen. <laughs> 
If he gets 10 minutes off the bench, I'm putting the over-under of his shot attempts at 15. (laughs) You know what's great about this? Like, you could have said any number. I'll be like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And look, when it comes to Lowry, um, is he, does he get a start in their first preseason game? I I'd say there's a decent chance, you know. Um they 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 did send uh Larry Nance Jr. away in that three-team yeah. trade that brought Lowry there. Um what what is Kevin Love doing? Is uh, like is is he even capable of playing basketball anymore? He got kicked off of Team USA for being old and not healthy. Like who knows True. what's going on there? True indeed. I I I would like to see Lowry play well. I would. And, you know, even if it's just a preseason game, I, I like it would hurt to see him somehow turn himself into like a star in Cleveland. And I don't know if that is essentially likely to happen. Although maybe with the play of Colin Sexton, he is going to have opportunities that he did not ever have in a Bulls jersey. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's there's nothing that Lowry did to make me root against him. Yeah, he did. Yes. He did disappoint my expectations for him. Yes, but correct. you know, stuff happens. So yeah. I, I would love to see Lowry have a bounce back year, and and I would love to see him play well tomorrow night. And it's it's definitely going to be weird to see him in a Cavs jersey. It won't be weird to see Denzel in a Cavs jersey because that's the only team, other than like maybe the Kings, who said to themselves this offseason, you know what, we can use Denzel Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> you know what, Matt? What you, it, it won't hurt me if Lowry turns out to be good. And it only won't hurt me because I know the team that the Bulls have. So I, I really wouldn't be bothered, honestly. If this was right. last year or the year before and he left and came and turned out, yeah, I'd be furious. But now I'm like, dude, my team is nice. Like, <laughs> like I'm good. Right. Like, more power to you, my man. More power to you. And plus, I think it'll helpful. I think it's helpful that he has. Uh, uh, Jared Allen with him in the in the paint, and I think it's also helpful that he has Kevin Love, somebody who's played the position he's playing. Um, I think he can actually help him a lot because he's never really had that, honestly. Here, right. Chicago, a guy he could actually turn to and talk to who played that position uh, well was an All Star, you know, like a dude who had forty and twenty quite a few times. Like he's that good at it, so right. that'd be good for him. But yeah, I, I I can't wait to see Lowry play. I hope he comes in with the chip on his shoulder. I hope he tries to score, you know, 50, dude. I hope he goes for it and and, and he balls out in a loss. And <laughs> that's all great. Like, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I would rather see Denzel go for 50 than oh, Lowry yeah. go for 50. But that, that goes without saying, Matt. Like, <laughs> that goes without saying. Don't forget, Matt. You know, he's played with Hall of Famers. You know what I mean? Oh, he's had he, an eight-game winning streak. He was, he was a part of a team with an eight-game winning streak that one time. He's he's had playoffs. a game in the NBA where he scored thirty plus points. That's right. He went to the playoffs. Did you not man. know any of these things, what? Cleveland media? Not- because because he's he certainly reminded you. Did you not see the summer league championship highlights? Because he put them up. <laughs> Shout out Denzel. Now all he's got to do is is somehow try to get the videos of him getting cooked in the Drew League and that air ball oh. against Miami just off of the internet forever. No, 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 no. And, and then we'll all forget what a giant piece of trash Denzel is on a basketball court. Stacy, man, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Man. Wow. <laughs> we just said, game. oh, my goodness, at we the did. same time. Yeah, right, that's that's what Denzel Valentine memories will do to you. 
<laughs> left speechless other than saying, oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, okay, that's going to do it for today. Uh, thank you all for listening. Hope you all had a great weekend. Have a great week ahead. We will be here every day, Monday through Friday, giving you all fresh episodes as we enter phase preseason of the Bulls 21-22 NBA season. Get psyched, y'all. Uh, in the meantime, follow us on the social medias on Twitter. I'm at Bulls underscore Peck. Dave's at Bal, B-A-W-L Sports. We are at Locked on Bulls. You can also hit us up via email, LockedOnBulls at gmail.com, and that text and voicemail line, 331-979-1369. I listened to a bunch of fresh voicemails we have in our inbox over the weekend, Dave. We will get to those at some point this week. Uh, We promise, so stay tuned for that. Any final word, Big Dave, before we head out of here? I'm just excited that uh, Justin Fields played very well, and I'm excited about the Chicago Sky being one win away from a WNBA Finals, and I'm excited that – the Bears are about, I mean, the Bulls are about to play a preseason basketball game. It's a lot of excitement Ooh. going on in Chicago, baby. A lot of excitement. Ooh. Ooh. And final thought, shout out. Happy 33rd birthday to the one, the only, Derek Rose, son of Chicago. Legend. For Big Dave, <laughs> for Big Dave yeah. I'm Matt. Peace out, everybody. See you, Red, and be good. <laughs>